Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, May 31st, and we start with local news. On Sunday, May 28th, at approximately 2.30 p.m., the Columbia Police Department responded to reports of a shooting incident on Westview Street. As officers were responding to the scene, a 14-year-old female and a 23-year-old female arrived at Murray Regional Medical Center suffering from gunshot wounds. Both victims were flown to Vanderbilt Medical Center. The 14-year-old suffered non-life-threatening injuries, and the 23-year-old victim was in critical condition. Initial investigation has revealed that a large crowd gathered on Westview Street, during which a physical altercation between occurred between two females in the crowd. A black male with a handgun approached the women and became involved in the altercation, at which time shots were fired. A 15-year-old male juvenile has been taken into custody and charged in connection with the incident. This investigation is ongoing at this time. Anyone who witnessed this incident or anyone with information to assist in this investigation is encouraged to contact Columbia Police Department at 931-388-2727. Many say giving the ultimate sacrifice in service to others is the greatest gift a person can give to another human being, especially if it's someone they've probably never met before. On Memorial Day, the country honors those in military service who have given their lives to preserve the nation's freedoms. For nearly 40 years, Memorial Day has always been marked by a special service hosted by Williams Funeral Home and Polk Memorial Gardens. Now, in its 39th year, the service continues to honor local veterans who have lost their lives, featuring soldier-themed songs performed by local singer Drew Ryder-Smith, a demonstration of the 13 folds of the U.S. flag presented to the families of fallen soldiers, as well as a keynote speaker. Our staff's diligence and the way they honor veterans interred in this park is something we value and respect, Williams Funeral Home Director Alan Blevins said. We will continue to do this every year as long as we are all Americans and free to do as we please, he said. Monday's keynote speaker was U.S. Army National Guard veteran Dalton Soucy, who spoke about his involvement in service as well as the toll it has taken on many of his comrades. At 16, Soucy was homeless, working multiple jobs and without a clue about what he wanted to do in life. Faced with the need to create a better, more promising future for himself, he later joined the Army at age 21. Now at 25, Susie serves as a mechanical engineer for the M1136 Strikers LAV-3, which also trains closely with Ranger regiments. Susie said he was honored to speak at Monday service, primarily because he knows the feeling of losing close friends in service and what that sacrifice means to the country. He was also grateful to be part of a ceremony that has been going on for nearly four decades. I've met families that have been coming to this event since the beginning, and it's just heartwarming to see the vast amount of veterans that are here, that they brought their young ones, their teenagers as well, Susie said, because Memorial Day is more than a day to honor those we have lost, but to inspire the younger generation to hopefully continue to do the same, he said. Susie added that while many soldiers have lost their lives overseas while on deployment, the fighting doesn't always stop once a soldier returns home. If anything, it is just the beginning of a lifelong battle with the aftermath of war, like depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and other health issues resulting from their experiences. They stood on those lines and fought back, 
but when they come home, they can still see those bullets flying right past their head, Susie said. Some of them don't make it out. Susie concluded his speech by listing three things he hopes people consider when thinking about veterans. The first is to be grateful for every day we get to wake up knowing the country is free to celebrate. The second is to wake up every day and to choose excellence, because the ones who fight for freedom are doing so because they are called to something greater than themselves. It was those who died before us that gave us that chance, and they didn't die for no reason. They died to inspire us to carry their legacy forward, Susie said. All of those aspirations and dreams continue in us, in our hearts, and our souls, he said. The third and final thing is to remember we are all united together. Despite our individual differences, in the end, we are all Americans. Every day we are united together knowing they fought together, as we should fight together for our country, Susie said. Families and citizens gathered for a Memorial Day ceremony at Pinecrest Memorial Gardens in North Columbia to honor servicemen and women who lost their lives protecting the country's freedom. Keynote speaker Colonel Scott Gaines, who was born in Columbia, delivered a speech before the crowd, drawing from his 35-year experience in the U.S. Army, retiring from the Tennessee Army National Guard in 2019. We do not forget, whether it's an hour ago or a century ago, regardless of the decade or century, we remember, Gaines said. Gaines also recognized the nine soldiers killed on March 29th when two Black Hawk helicopters crashed near Fort Campbell. It is felt here as well, and you can rest assured that we will always be pained for the Gold Star families who will mourn for them for the rest of their lives, he said. Gaines said fallen heroes of battle represent the patchwork of America. Whether rich or poor, black or white, male or female, representing every political spectrum, they all took an oath to call, he said. The Columbia Central High School Junior ROTC members performed the presentation of colors and led a flag-folding ceremony for fallen heroes lost in the line of duty serving America. Acclaimed violinist Dimitri Moon performed God Bless America and other patriotic songs during the program. After the ceremony, families visited the graves of lost loved ones and flags were placed on the graves of veterans. Attendee Charlene Crosby attended the event with her brother, both showing respect for members of their family buried at the cemetery who served in the military. Memorial Day is an important day to me, Crosby said. I have two brothers who served in the Navy and the Army and fought in Vietnam. My father was a veteran in the Army. It's important to come out and honor them. They fought for our country to stay free. It's a blessing, she said. Marissa Johnson attended the ceremony to watch her daughter, Ariana Johnson, perform the presentation of colors as part of the Columbia Central High School Junior ROTC. It means a lot for the students to be involved in the community and honor the servicemen and women who perished serving our country, Johnson said. In 1989, Gaines graduated from the Tennessee Military Academy and was commissioned as a second lieutenant. He served as a platoon leader, company commander, staff officer, battalion commander with his final assignment as commander of the 117th Regional Training Institute. He was deployed to Afghanistan in 2008 in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. He also graduated from the United States Army War College in 2015. Gaines earned numerous awards, including the Legion of Merit, Meritorious Service Award, Army Commendation Medal, and the Tennessee National Guard Distinguished Service Medal. Gaines also served as a teacher, assistant principal, principal, supervisor, and assistant superintendent in Murray County Public Schools before retiring last June. He now lives in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, with his wife, Anne. 
Columbia State Community College recently celebrated 42 nursing graduates in a pinning ceremony in the Webster Athletic Center. We congratulate these graduates for completing the nursing program, one dedicated to preparing nurses who deliver excellent, safe, competent, and patient-centered care, said Dr. Amy Huff, Columbia State Nursing Program Director. As they enter the nursing profession, their patients and communities will benefit from the knowledge and skills gained during their time at Columbia State Community College, she said. Columbia State nursing graduates completed four semesters of classroom instruction and 540 hours of clinical instruction to earn an Associate of Applied Science degree in nursing. Next, graduates must pass the National Council licensure examination in order to earn licensure, which is required to practice as a registered nurse. In 2021, Columbia State nursing students' first attempt pass rate for the NCLEX is 92%, exceeding both the state average of 86% and the national average of 80%. Nursing students are prepared to provide direct patient care in various areas, including medical, surgical, pediatrics, and more. After graduation, these nurses will work in various settings such as hospitals, long-term care facilities, clinics, schools, and home health care. These graduates know the goal to become a nurse requires academic ability coupled with heavy doses of determination, focus, and resiliency, said Dr. Kay Fleming, Columbia State Dean of the Health Sciences Division. The ability to impact futures for patients and families is a constant reminder of the value and importance of the journey, she said. The Columbia State Nursing Program is committed to excellence in nursing education. It is It has received full approval from the Tennessee Board of Nursing and is accredited by the Accreditation Commission for Education in Nursing. The program's three-year average graduate job placement rate is 99.3%. Columbia State's nursing program has a competitive admission process with applicants admitted twice per year. For more information about applying to the program, visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash nursing. Some men in Colombia are getting a chance at renewed life as residents of the new Merited Favor Safe House in Colombia is now open. Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance held a ribbon-cutting ceremony at the home located at 1206 East N Street on May 11th. Cynthia Marlowe Foster, executive director of the house, told about a resident whose name she withheld due to privacy who was recently released from jail desperate to find a safe place to set his life on a positive track. She explained that the new home is such a place where residents will find that love greets him at the door, Marlo Foster said. She explained that the home will serve those experiencing various difficult life setbacks, such as homelessness, incarceration, and previous addiction. As announced by Murray Alliance, the house is meant to follow in the tradition of the program's companion women's house, now with two locations, to reclaim the life they envisioned. City leaders and proponents of a second chance lined up at the ribbon-cutting ceremony to help celebrate with a broad range of county difference-makers and the first four residents of the safe haven. Four men who have different stories are finding their way at a reliable place to heal from drugs, alcohol, and incarceration. Others who have some time of healing under their belt are also taking the opportunity to learn a better way. Murray Chamber Director Kara Williams hosted the ribbon-cutting, passing welcoming remarks to Columbia City Vice Mayor Randy McBroom. I have heard the testimonies given here, McBroom said. We appreciate you being here and know there is a need here. Thank you so much, McBroom said to Marlo Foster, who once received her own second chance in a home just like merited favor. Marlo Foster and her husband Patrick have opened the home with the goal of giving folks a second chance. 
Years ago, Marlo Foster said her own recovery journey began with a lady who is a legend in the recovery community, Miss Annie Hardison, a Murray County resident who helped so many women before she passed away. Marlo Foster remembers that she wasn't ready to receive the instruction and guidance yet and that she was once broken and lost, wrapped up in her addiction. Today, she reflects at the house at 300 Second Street in Columbia, where she once lived while stuck in her own addiction, was later used to offer women like herself another attempt at a steady life. She acknowledges her own lack in that process, turning instead to God in her ongoing recovery journey, as he provides her strength to stay clean and sober, she said. We are looking for sponsors, Marlo Foster said. As for right now, me and my husband are paying out of our own pocket to rent. This is our passion. It's not about the money. But it is, she said. Marlo Foster added that funding continues to allow men the ability to stay at the house as they organize their priorities. The same journey that Marlo Foster began is the one that she and many other recipients have taken to continue driving forward in the same direction. Annie Hardison died in 2020, but she was known by the ones she helped as a guiding force in navigating a life to recovery. She was recognized for her volunteer work and even acknowledged was even acknowledged by then-Governor Bill Haslam. Former editor of the Daily Herald, James Bennett, wrote that Hardison was a local legend who will be sorely missed. Today, Hardison's predecessors are picking up where she left off, sustaining hope for the community from where life can renew and start over. She was my first sponsor back in 1999, Marlo Foster said. I couldn't stay clean because I wasn't done yet. It took what it took, and Miss Annie never gave up on me, she said. Starting out with nothing and no money, she and her husband, Patrick, provide a haven for recovery from life's troubles. As long as you stay on the right path, the sky is the limit, Marlo Foster said. Alzheimer's Tennessee invites you to join them for their second annual walk to support families impacted by Alzheimer's disease or a related dementia. The 2023 Murray County Walk will be held on Saturday, June 3rd at Murray County Park and Senior Center, located at 1016 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. The festivities begin at 9 a.m. with music from Chris Yao, line dancing, children's activities, and a pet area. Kona Ice and Munch's food trucks will be on site. Dress up your furry friend and enter them in the Best Dressed Most Purple Pet Contest. Register on their website at www.alztennessee.org forward slash Murray walk. We hope to see you there as we walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. And remember, all funds raised stay local. The Columbia Central Lions football program is hosting a youth football camp on Saturday, June 10th for kids ages 5 to 12. The University of Tennessee football players and a cheerleader will be coming to help all the coaches with the camp. The cost of the camp is $50 and will take place at Eva Gilbert Park, located at 120 Cord Drive in Columbia. Registration will take place on the 10th from 9 to 10 a.m. The camp will last from 10 to 12 and will feature skills and agility training. There are 150 spots reserved for football players ages 5 to 12 and 50 spots reserved for cheerleaders ages 5 to 12. From noon to 1, kids will get to have autographs signed by UT players Dane Davis, Squirrel White, and Austin Lewis, as well as cheerleader Willow Martinez. From 1 to 4 will be Family Fun Day with food, a dunk tank, and water slides. For more information, you can visit www.cyaalions.com. 
Meredith's Toy Box is hosting its Barbies and Hot Wheels annual toy drive through May 31st today, benefiting Kids Place, a child advocacy center, which services children and their families affected by abuse in Murray County, Giles County, Lawrence, and Wayne Counties. Drop-off locations include Faith Fellowship Cumberland Presbyterian Church on Wednesdays from 6 to 8 p.m., Columbia Farms Supply during normal business hours, Betty's Parkway Restaurant during normal business hours, and online donations can be made at Meredith's Toy Box on the Special Events tab at kpcac.org. The Toy Drive is in memory of Meredith Campbell Bybee. Join Murray Alliance upstairs at Puckett's in downtown Columbia on Wednesday, June 7th at 8 a.m. for Breakfast with Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt, sponsored by Caledonian Financial. This is part of an ongoing Breakfast with the Mayor series. During this event, Murray Alliance President Will Evans will lead an informative question and answer discussion with Mayor Butt about the current state of Murray County. To submit a question or topic, you can email it to nperry, that's N-P-E-R-R-Y, at murrayalliance.com. Tickets are $20 for members and include breakfast. For more information, visit www.murrayalliance.com. And now, your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Jessie Lee Harris Burt, 90 died Thursday, May 25th, at her residence in Columbia. Funeral services for Mrs. Burt will be conducted on Thursday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. and Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. at the funeral home. Sandra Peary Pogue, 84, a retired cafeteria manager for Hampshire Unit School for 30 years and a resident of Hampshire, died Monday, May 29th at Westmead Place in Nashville. Funeral services will be conducted on Friday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home with Stephen Kelly officiating. Burial will follow in Worley Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 4 to 8 p.m. and Friday from 10 a.m. until service time at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness, and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well. But we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of sun and clouds today with a stray shower or thunderstorm possible. The high will be near 85 degrees with light and variable winds. Tonight, we can expect clouds to roll in late with a stray shower or thunderstorm possible. The low will be around 63 degrees. 
Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Coach, baseball is back, and WKRM 103.7 is excited to bring you coverage and sponsorship options for this 2023 season. That's right, Taff, and this year our advertising partners have the option to sponsor our live Little League coverage, Atlanta Braves coverage, or a combo package that carry both of them. This area loves baseball, and what a great way to support the community by helping us bring coverage of our Little League, but also taking a moment to promote local businesses. People are crazy about the Atlanta Braves. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something special and timeless about baseball radio broadcast. There sure is. So visit Front Porch Radio TN and click on the blue Advertise With Us button for more information about how your company can sponsor baseball of all kinds this season with WKRM. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. 
It should probably come as no surprise that a string of recent surveys and reports find that children's mental health in the United States and Tennessee have suffered greatly in recent years. It doesn't help that mental health services are in short supply nationally and here in Tennessee, said Heather Kreth, a pediatric psychologist with the Center for Child Health Policy at Vanderbilt University. And while state lawmakers this year passed a $230 million school safety bill that includes $8 million in new behavioral health funding, a quarter-billion-dollar K-12 mental health trust fund sits in the bank collecting interest. We don't have enough evidence-based comprehensive intervention and prevention services to get people's needs met before they are in crisis, Kreth said. And so this is why we are seeing this incredible increase in mental health service demand over the last few years. It has worsened by the it was worsened by the pandemic with children and adolescents being in psychiatric crisis and ending up in emergency departments because they can't access care before things get to that point, she said. A report published this month by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that child and adolescent visits to hospital emergency departments, while now declining from COVID-19 pandemic era peaks, were troublingly high. It also noted that the U.S. adolescent mental and behavioral health crisis is ongoing and remains above pre-pandemic levels among some demographic groups, including young girls. The Vanderbilt Center for Child Health Policy found that nearly a third of Tennessee parents are worried their children have undiagnosed anxiety or depression, according to the results of a survey also published this month. That poll, fielded in the fall of 2022, found that more than 30% of parents said their children had been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, anxiety, or depression, a 7% increase since the question was based three years before. And last week, U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy issued an advisory warning parents that social media presents a meaningful risk to the mental health of young people. In particular, Vivek said some studies suggest that too much exposure can potentially increase the risk of depression, anxiety, bullying, and poor body image. The results of the Vanderbilt Center for Child Health Policy poll show that many parents worry their children have undiagnosed mental illness. Also, more than half of those who have been diagnosed report that their children were not receiving treatment for their mental illnesses. Among some of the other findings, 20% of parents reported worrying their child had undiagnosed anxiety. Nearly 14% reported they worried their child had undiagnosed depression. More than 11% said their child may have undiagnosed ADHD or ADD. And nearly 30% of parents said their children get mental health treatment from their pediatrician rather than a mental health provider. According to the nonpartisan health policy organization KFF, Tennessee has 73 mental health care health professional shortage areas, adequately meeting the need of about 16% of the population. Though, as the KFF data show, the problem is one faced by every state and territory in the nation. Tennesseans that took a holiday road trip over the weekend were greeted with pump prices over a dollar cheaper than last year's holiday. Gas prices on average only moved three cents higher over last week. The Tennessee gas price average is now $3.18, which is four cents less expensive than one month ago and a dollar nine less than one year ago. Here's some facts. 12% of Tennessee gas prices have below prices below $3. The lowest 10% of pump prices are $2.94. The highest 10%, $3.51. Tennessee is now the seventh least expensive market in the nation. 
Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Fairview Park Pool in Columbia has opened for the season. Hours are Fridays and Saturdays from 12 to 6, and Sundays from 1 to 5. The concession stand is open during these times as well. Admission is $3 on Fridays and Saturdays and $2 on Sundays. Fairview Park Pool is located at 1015 Hanaway Road in Columbia. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.